Hi. Hey, my name is Chris. Hi, everybody. And I want to welcome you to the January Campus Praise Rally. If you've never been to one before, this rally is all about creating a space where we can come together as a Grand Valley community and we can just overflow with gratitude and praise to God. So if you're here and this is sort of new for you, we want to invite you to worship in freedom. If you want to put your hands up, one hand up, whatever, whatever feels good to you. If you want to sit down, if you want to go in the back and pray, whatever makes sense to you, you do that tonight because what we're trying to create is a space where God can meet us and we can respond to him fully with what he wants to speak to us and that we can just return to him all the praise and the glory for what he's doing. So here's what I want to do tonight. I want you to turn don't turn yet. I want you to turn to somebody next to you, say hi to them, and say to each other, this, answer this question. What's one thing you're excited about in 2015? That's easy. So turn to each other, introduce yourselves, and answer that question. Okay. All right, looks like you're doing pretty well. All right. Hey, you guys are doing an awesome job with that. I can't even get your back. Hey, I love the buzz of you guys talking together, sharing with one another. I hope that as you come here tonight, if you don't know a lot of people, just tell somebody around you, hey, this is my first time. Have, there's a lot of leaders here, a lot of uh, people gathered from across campus. So our hope is not that you just come and worship, but that you make some friends and gather. So here's, my, here's what I want to do tonight. The Lord's just been sort of laying on my heart a few thoughts, not really a coherent sermon, but just a few thoughts that I've been wrestling with and going with, and I want to just sort of give it out to you. And tonight, as we get started, I want to just pose this question. What is it that you're hoping is going to happen in 2015? I'm not sure how you'd answer that question. Maybe you're just really glad 2014 is done. Maybe you're really glad that organic chemistry is done. Or GPY-235, or whatever you took, Geography-235. Whatever class it is, you have a new semester, a new start. And as, at this time of the year, we always, when we jump in, we're sort of hopeful for what God might do. 
Here's the thing that I'm excited about to think about as a community, as we've had lots to celebrate so far this year, is what might God do with a group of students here at Grand Valley who are trying to yield their life to him? To say, God, we are here. We are here to be used, here to serve you, here to live for you. And tonight, I just want to read a couple of scriptures that I want to sort of read over you and let them soak into you. And then I'm going to bring up a couple thoughts and I'm going to finish with sort of a manifesto that I want to read for us. So hear these words from Matthew chapter 16. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, they must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? And then turning over to Matthew chapter 22. And Jesus is answering a question that was asked to him by one of the experts or teachers in the law. He said this, teacher, which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And a second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So as I was getting ready for tonight, I was looking over some of the things that, I, that students had written last semester about what God had done. Around Thanksgiving, we asked students to fill out a hand or a turkey and fill out something that they were grateful that God was doing. And I want you to hear what one person said that really has stuck with me ever since I read it in December. It says this, giving control to God is the hardest, scariest, and most rewarding thing I've ever done. Isn't that cool? Giving control to God is the hardest and scariest and most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I'm wondering if you can answer that question in the same way. Giving control over to God is worth it. It's hard, it's scary, but it's so rewarding. God changes me. God uses me. God changes me and transforms my life into something it would never be. Tonight, I want to go with this concept and work with this concept of what does it mean for us to go all in with God in 2015? I heard it this summer at Camp Geneva. Some of you worked at last summer at Camp Geneva. That was their theme for the summer. What does it mean to give God all your heart and all your mind and all your soul? My daughter's volleyball team, every time they finish with practice, they all gather up and they say, all in. And this weekend I spent in Chicago at probably the volleyball mecca at the Great Lakes Volleyball Center. There was like 160 15 and 16-year-old volleyball teams of girls, and they're all very intense, going all out for volleyball. And it was amazing. And what I want you to think about tonight is, 
What would it look like for you to go all in with God? Now, when you came in, <laughs> you got a chip. And you have in your life one life that you can spend any way you want and many gifts that you've been given that you can use however you want. And what I want to think about tonight is what's holding you back from giving it all or going all in with Jesus? And in order to get us started, I was prompted to play one of my favorite movie clips from one of my favorite James Bond movies, Casino Royale. So... I want you guys to watch this clip about James, who's playing Texas Hold'em, where there's a bunch of cards on the table, and everybody else has two cards of their own, and they're trying to figure out who's going to win the hand. So will you watch this clip with me?
all right. All right. All right. You can go home and I love James Bond. I love Daniel Craig. All right. So did you notice something? Is that all of them thought they had great hands, but only, of course, James had the best hand. But I got the chance to play a lot of cards over break. Anybody like cards? Anybody want a pack? Here you go. Anybody else? A girl? A girl? All right. All right. All right. So here's the thing. I got to play a lot of cards with my family over break. Did any of you guys do that? You played Euchre? Oh, yeah. All right. If any of you guys don't know how to play Euchre, we're going to work on teaching you how to play Euchre just to let you know. But there's one thing that I realized about cards is that when you, are, when you have a good hand, you play very boldly and you're confident. Sometimes some of you and me, cocky. And when you're getting no good hand, ace no face, all nines and tens in one face card, you don't play confident. You're sort of at the mercy of what's going on at the table with those who have a higher hand. So what I want to challenge you guys as we think about how does this relate is when I'm challenging you to think about what does it mean to go all in with God, to give him your, all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, to respond to his love and go all in in response to his amazing grace. When I say to you, give away your life, it's the only way that you're going to keep it. I want you to be reminded tonight that you have, all of us have been dealt an amazing set of cards. All right? <laughs> and I want to remind us a little bit of a couple things. One of them is, is that we all hold this hand, that you are a child of God. If you are in Christ, it says, in John 1.12, it says, Yet to all who received him and believed on his name, he gave the right to become children of God, not born of human descent, but born through Jesus and his gift. One. That's one card you have permanently. Second card is that you are clean and made holy by the redeeming blood of Jesus. No clapping for that? Um, it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Another card we all have is this. If you are in Christ, is that you are capable. Anybody have a big semester? Anybody have more than 17 credits? Anyone have more than 20 credits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your own fault. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it's Stacy. She can handle it. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is what it says in Philippians 4.13. I can do everything through him 
who gives me strength. You may have on your plate this year something that you never imagined. Maybe a difficult thing, maybe a trial, maybe a loss or a season of grief that you never expected. But God has given you his promise that he is capable of providing and giving you the strength that you need for the semester. Another card you have that said, you can be confident in Christ's presence, that God will never leave you or forsake you, that whatever place you find yourself, whatever season of life you find yourself, that you can be confident in Christ. And one, another one is, is that you've been called to be set apart, to be changed, to be set aside for God's use, to be called to be his witnesses, called to be his ambassadors here. And I left one blank. I don't know what you would fill in, but there are so many different promises and things that God has given us in Christ that I could fill out a whole deck of cards. I didn't have time to make a whole deck of cards, so I made five or six. But here's what I want you to know. When you live knowing that you have this hand, that you can be confident in Christ, that you've been made completely clean in Christ, when you are a child of God and you can't lose that, it changes the way that you live. And I want to challenge each of you to think about, what does it mean for me in this new chapter for 2015 to live completely all in with Jesus for this semester this year? What does it look like for me to give God my all? And what does it look like for me to go all out for those around me? That's my challenge for you to hear tonight. Now, I have all these chips. And if you noticed, they have something written on them. Did you pick that up? <clears throat> now, it says SDG, and I want Noel to put up a picture for me. Now, this is a score of music written by Johann Sebastian, sorry, Sebastian Bach. I'm not good at pronunciation. <laughs> so, whatever, I just totally butchered that. Uh, do you see this right here? What does that say? It says, Sole Deo Gloria, or sometimes they would write it SDG, which in Latin means for the glory of God alone. Johann Sebastian Bach was one of the greatest composers ever known of classical music. And when he wrote all of the different cantatas and things that he wrote, he would say a prayer at the beginning and at the end he would write SGG, that all this that I've done, all the work of my life has been done for the glory of God alone. It wasn't about him, it was about God. And so tonight, I want to think about, as you guys are going through the semester, as you're going through your lives, as you're finishing your college career, what would it look like for you to do college SDG, Sole de Gloria, for the glory of God alone? What would it look like for you to take your life and consecrate it and set it apart for God? What would it look like for you to go all in and all out for God? Excuse me. I lost my note. Going SDG or soli de gloria means living for an audience of one. It means doing the right thing for the right reason. It's living for the applause of the nail-scarred hands and not the applause of men. 
You go all in and all out because Jesus is your all in all. You've been captured by his love, focused on his glory. Just Jesus. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. And here's what I want to challenge you. Bach didn't see a division between the sacred and the secular. Everything was made and created and was intended to glorify God. So I want to read you this quote from a book called All In by Mark Batterson. It says this, No matter what your tool that you use in your trade or in your study, a hammer, a keyboard, a mop, a football, a spreadsheet, a microphone, an MRI, or an espresso machine. It's an act of obedience. It's the mechanism by which you glorify God. All things were created by God and for God, no exceptions. Every note of music, every color on the palette, every flavor that tingles our taste buds. And I want to challenge us all as we think about what it means to go all in to live out these words of Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. As I finish, I want you to listen to something I'd like to read. And it's going to demand your focus. And I have copies for everyone here. But I'd like you to either close your eyes or just listen quietly to this and think about the all-encompassing call of God on our life to go all in and all out for him. And just listen. All in and all out. Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God-ordained passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Keep asking questions. Keep making mistakes. Keep seeking God. Stop pointing out problems and become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past and start creating the future. Stop playing it safe and start taking risks. Expand your horizons. Accumulate experiences. Enjoy the journey. Find every excuse you can to celebrate everything that you can. Live like today is the first day and the last day of your life. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Burn, sorry, burn sinful bridges. Blaze new trails. Don't let fear dictate your decisions. Take a flying leap of faith. Quit holding out. Quit holding back. Push all of your chips into the middle of the table. It's time to ante up all of your faith. It's time to go all in. It's time to go all out. Will you pray with me, please? Dear Lord Jesus, 
before we think about going all in and all out for you. We need to realize that you've gone all in for us. You have demonstrated your love again and again by your life and your death and your resurrection. You have won us freedom from bondage. You have made us new creatures. You have given us your everlasting presence in the Holy Spirit. You have called us to be part of your kingdom work. And we pray tonight, Lord, as we think about this semester, what you want to do on this campus, we pray that we would do it SDG, sole de gloria, for the glory of God alone. As we worship in these next songs, Lord, will you use it as a time for us to set ourselves apart, to think about what you're calling us to do this semester. And may we say it in praise and a prayer to you. And we pray it in Jesus' name and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.